0: Hi, my name is Adam Bergman, and I'm a partner with the IRA Financial Group, also founder of the IRA Financial Trust Company. Today I'm going to discuss the topic of how to hold IRS approved gold, uh, coins, silver, palladium coins, bullion, or iris approved metals uh, in a self-recorded IRA or solo 401k. And the title of the podcast is The Cold Hard Truth because, unfortunately, there's a lot of misinformation, misrepresentation out there on the internet or television, radio, but really what the IRS says about holding IRS-approved coins and metals with uh, retirement funds. So um, the first place to always start is the tax code, and uh, Section 408M as in Michael is the section that talks about investments and collectibles treated as distributions. So it lists a number of collectibles that if you buy them with an IRA – or 401k, you will trigger a taxable distribution because they're defined as a collectible. And they list art, rugs, antiques, metals, gems, stamps, coins, alcoholic beverages, I don't know why, um, and other tangible personal property that's specified for this purpose is like antique cars or uh, Rolex watches, for example. But under three, there's a carve out for certain collectibles that are not defined as a collectible. And for this matter, it's it goes in to describe certain coins that are essentially issued by the federal government or the state and then goes on under 3B to list a gold, silver, platinum or palladium bullion of a certain finesse that is – such bullion is in the physical possession of a trustee, which if you go through the tax code, you'll see it's a bank or a depository. So the question then becomes how, how do you hold uh, coins or palladium? Um, bullion, platinum, silver, gold, bullion, if you want to buy it in a self record IRA and solo 401k. So on the internet and uh, some people, a lot of non-attorneys are saying, well, Section 3A just talks about coins and there's no physical possession uh, notification or, or any requirement in there, at least not on its face. So that means that any coin you can just hold personally, um, either as a manager of a self-directed IRA LLC or as a trustee of the 401k. But B, which talks about gold, silver, platinum, palladium, bullion, has the requirement of physical possession of a U.S. trustee or bank. Thus, only those types of metals have to be in the physical possession of a trustee or U.S. bank. But all those other coins listed under 3A, 1 little i, 2 little i, 3 little i, 4 little i, which talk about Gold coins described under section 512, silver coins described under 512, platinum coins described under 512, and any coins issued under the laws of any state, you can just hold them personally. Uh, and you know, unfortunately, there's not a lot of guidance on this, uh, but it just seems really strange. And I've talked to the IRS about this that they would distinguish between coins and bullion because we know American eagle coins are bullion. Um, it just doesn't make a lot of sense that they would distinguish between certain coins and, and bullion, which could be bars and also American eagles, which need to be held in the physical possession. In fact, if you, if you uh, look at platinum coins described under 512K um, of the tax code, uh, it actually states that the secretary may mint and issue platinum bullion coins. So it jumps you back to the word bullion. So, uh, again, I'm not a, a, a aficionado in coins and bullion. I, I am a tax attorney. Uh, I'm not giving anyone legal advice here, but I am trained as a tax attorney. And I just, again, find it very um, peculiar and not very convincing that the IRS would distinguish between coins uh, and bullion. And bullion could be, has to be held physically, but coins you can hold personally. It just doesn't make a lot of sense. And I wouldn't want to put my clients in any of that risk. I just don't think it's worth it. Uh, I do not believe the IRS intended that people can hold coins personally. Again, IRAs are held with custodians, uh, trust companies, banks. Uh, you're not going to ask uh, uh, IRA Financial Trust Company or um, you know, Merrill Lynch as your custodian to, to buy the coins and send them to you and so you can hold them personally. Um, it just doesn't work that way. Just like if they're buying real estate or stocks for you, you know, they, they tend to hold certificates or, or the deeds. It's just not something that makes a lot of sense. So um, maybe I'm over-conservative, but in my discussions with the IRS, uh, it's just not something that uh, is really advisable to hold any IRS-approved coins or, or bullion in personal possession. I think it's it's highly risky and I think in uh, not very professional for, for companies and people to be telling people to do that, I think. It's not serving their clients well. Uh, It should be held in the physical possession of of a U.S. bank or trustee or depository. Uh, The the whole concept of physical possession is important too. Um, Some people have taken that to mean a safe deposit box, um, which, again, no IRS guidance on that. I think a safe deposit box is is certainly better than holding it personally. Clearly, a safe deposit box at a bank is in the physical possession uh, of a trustee, a bank. Uh, if it just said possession under 3B, B of 408, then you know, certainly you, you may be able to get away with holding it personally. But it's a like physical possession of a bank. A safe deposit box is in the physical possession of a bank. Uh, does that go to the intent? Is that a little bit aggressive? Would the IRS rather you not have the keys to a safe deposit box and it be in the hands of a, a depository or, or the actual custodian? Maybe, or in the safe of the custodian, maybe. Um, but again, if if my clients were asking me whether to buy c- uh, iris-approved coins and hold them personally or hold them in the safe deposit box, I, th- I certainly think a safe deposit box is a better option. I would certainly never advise any clients to hold any iris-approved coins or bullion. Uh, personally, I think it's, it's uh, risky and uh, reckless almost, and it's just pro- not advising clients properly. Uh, I wish there was some guidance from the IRS. Uh, I don't think it's bad to hold metals in a, a depository or or with the custodian, uh, especially if you're going to get an inventory of what you're buying and have proof that they're holding what you're buying. They're insured. It's very safe. Um, it's not a bad thing. Certainly, no one's saying that buying coins or bullions is a good or bad investment. It's, it's, it's certainly a way to diversify your, your retirement portfolio and it's something, of course, you want to discuss with your financial advisors or planners. But if you're going to do it, I would not hold it personally. Uh, if people are telling you that, you're seeing commercials or radio ads or reading on the internet, beware. Um, these A lot of these gold dealers are unregulated. They're not regulated by the SEC. They're, they're not registered investment advisors. They're just salespeople. And I don't think they've ever opened the tax code nor really understand it. Uh, if you show them 408M, I don't think they'd be able to understand it uh, and, and know what it means. So do your research, talk to tax advisors, accountants, lawyers. Um, you're going to be putting your hard-earned retirement money in an asset class, understand the rules involved when it comes to retirement money, and holding these these IRS-approved coins or metals. It's uh, just hard for me to, to believe that the IRS would distinguish between coins and bullion even though coins are bullion. And bullion has to be held physically, but coins you can just hold in your pocket. doesn't make sense. The IRS generally um, – uh, there's, there's rationale for their uh, language. And I agree 408M, 3A and B is not written properly – well, not written is, is probably as, as clearly and uh, precisely as it should be. Um, it does leave room for interpretation, which shouldn't be the case with these types of rules. It should be pretty clear. Um, uh, I think the word you – know, if you had to rewrite it under 3A and B, uh, I would probably write instead of if such bullion. I would probably say if such coins or bullion is in the physical possession. But I think they, they took the word bullion to be a catch-all to to describe all coins and metals. So that's probably what they were thinking. Uh, we'll see. Maybe the IRS will offer some guidance at some point. But um, if you don't want to take risks and you want to hopefully uh, keep your retirement money and, and buy – Approved coins are gold, silver, platinum, platinum, bullion, coins, American Eagle, statemented coins. Beware. Don't hold them personally. Uh, hold them in a bank depository. Uh, make sure you you satisfy that definition of physical possession. Um, I know this, this topic is uh, quite controversial because there's a lot of people saying different things out there. I like to stick to the tax code. I'm conservative, but – it's people's hard-earned money you're talking about who uh, worked and saved their whole life to be able to uh, have a nice uh, retirement life, and to, to risk it with holding the coins personally, I just don't think it's worth it. If you if you if you if you want to buy gold and you don't want to deal with this, then buy gold ETF, exchange traded funds. You you can then get in the gold market. You know Mark Cuban did that without actually holding. The, the actual gold, that may be a better option. Uh, I think there's, there's certainly good reasons to buy coins and gold and bullion, silver, platinum. Good investments at times. It's good diversification for the right person. But just make sure you're satisfying the definition of physical possession of, of a U.S. trustee. Uh, again, I hope you found this podcast helpful. The cold hard truth about holding uh, IRS approved coins and bullion with a self tracked IRA or 401k. Um, to Adam Bergman, IRA Financial. If you have questions, comments, email me, Adam B, A D A M B as in boy, at IRA Financial uh, Thanks for listening, and until next time.